bottles in my hands, had pockets full of ops. Whole life I've been a G, had bitches on the block, had strippers on the pole, had cocaine in the pot, got fiends at the door. So I turned that to a rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the BA podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Happy Friday, Jake. Hello, James. Happy Friday as well to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big show today. We haven't we didn't do a show this Monday or Tuesday because we had other things to do. But it's yeah. Friday, and we always have an episode Friday, unless we don't. We always have an episode. That's the, that's the day where we always have an episode. You're exactly right. Unless we yeah. don't. But yeah, we do now. So um, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, take it off for us. All right. So where's my? Okay, there it is. We're going to start off with some NHL talk. San Jose Sharks had a Game 7. Well, first off, let's go back. Uh, we talked last about Game 5, I believe. Or, no, we did not talk about Game 5. We talked about Game 4. Game 5, the Sharks won at San Jose. I believe it was 5-2. to two. Um, it, was, it was a blow. No, no, was it, no it was um, it was 2-1. to one. Yep. Oh, it was a close game. It was a close game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was 2-1. to one. Uh, Sharks won that. Game five at San Jose. Game six, uh, Sharks lost in overtime, four to three. Avalanche won the game. I believe like two minutes in the overtime. Sharks had a chance to win it there, but uh, there was a pass to Sorensen. If he just got on his stick, it would have been a goal. But he was slashed. But there was no call, so that kind of hurt. But then the Avalanche scored to send it to Game seven. Then Game seven was this Wednesday. Um, I missed the game because I was at class, but I found a way to watch it because of Reddit. Shout out Reddit. Um, in Game Seven, I was I was able to watch it. Yes, great game. Yep. In Game Seven, Joe Pavelski made his de- made his return. Well, he made his debut in the second round. Made his return to the lineup, and with about I believe five minutes in, he scored the first goal off a shot yes, from Burns in the did. point, which was deflected right in the spot where he got injured. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. Then about with about six, I believe eight minutes, six to eight minutes left to go in the first period, uh, Joe Pavelski had a backhand pass to Hurdle. He shot. Scored easy goal, two nothing sharks. Uh, then Avalanche scored with like four point, like six seconds left in the first period to make it two to one. Uh, we go to the second period. Avalanche tie it up two to two. However, the Sharks review it, and they're one of the players up top. I believe it was Landeskog of the Avalanche was offside, so the goal did not count. Back to two to one. Then a few yes, minutes yes, later, yes. a few minutes later, Jonas Donskoy. Scored his first goal since I believe January on the yeah, same like a really long time. Yeah, yeah, on the same type of goal he scored in Game Three of the Stanley Cup Finals in overtime against the Pittsburgh Penguins, where he came around the goal. Uh, the goalie like moved a little bit to the right. He shot it, went right past him in the left, so he made it three to one. Uh, so I was into that third period. Avalanche score about a minute in to make it three to two. Uh, Sharks lead three to two. Nothing really else goes on until the last couple minutes. Avalanche are coming back, coming hard, trying to tie the game, send it to overtime. Yeah. Uh, there was a pass. Martin Jones had great saves at the end. Uh, he basically yes, he robbed did. a guy twice on the same pass. I mean, the same shot um, or the same possession. Uh, he shot it, was saved by his blocker, got it back. Actually, it was saved by his knee pad, got it back, saved again by his knee pad. They cleared it out. 2.3 seconds left. The Avalanche had the puck outside of the Sharks zone on a faceoff. Sharks win the faceoff, goes in their zone. Time runs out. Sharks win Game Seven, four to three. They advance to their fifth conference. Well, they won this. Yeah, they won this game three to two. Won the series four to three. They advance to their fifth conference final in franchise history. 
they will face the St. Louis Blues. Uh, the Sharks also faced the St. Louis Blues, I believe, three years ago in the Western Conference Finals of 2016. Sharks, of course, won that series four to two. This time, though, it's at the Sh- this time though it's at the Sharks st- uh, Arena to start games one and two. Last time was at St. Louis. The Sharks, I believe, in that series lost game one, but split game two, won game three, lost game four, won game five, won game six. Uh, so hopefully it's a little bit easier this time, um, but that should be cool there. Game one is this Saturday at 5 p.m. in San Jose. Uh, Sharks play the Blues again, as you said. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually hoping the series goes at least five because I may be going to game five. I'm not sure yet. Ooh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for the series. Um I know a couple of Blues fans, so really, it should be interesting. Yeah, um, interesting. It's uh, one guy I went to high school with, Austin Pashota. Uh, yeah, he's a big Blues fan. Hmm. But yeah, um, I'm excited. Game one, geez, man. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a sweep, but I also want to kind of go to game five. So maybe it's a gentleman's sweep, hopefully, but. We shall yeah. see there. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see. Obviously, like we've been talking about, parody in the NHL is crazy. Um, but yeah. Do you, do you have a take? Um, so predictions for the series. I'm um, abstaining from prediction. Uh, I, I haven't predicted the Sharks series in the first two rounds, and that's gone well, so I'm not going to do it this time either. Uh, just, a you're, just hoping, you're just hoping for a game five. Yeah, I'm just hoping for a game five because I want to go and watch them win, hopefully. Um, but yeah, but James, do you have a prediction? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, man, I'm thinking Sharks and Six. Hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely Sharks and Six. I would not, I wouldn't doubt a game seven, but Sharks and Six. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, I think what's going to happen is the Sharks going to, if they want to win the cup, they're going to have to play four game sevens. That's like the way it has to be for them, apparently. <laughs> That's how it happens. That's how it happens. And I mean, that's pretty historic. But I mean, shit, that'd be pretty exciting at the same time. I would love for them to win the finals, but obviously we have to go through the Blues first. Yep. Should uh, be a tough matchup. But yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited for that. Yep. So moving so why on we, now. Why don't we move on yep. to the other playoff games? I'll start off. Uh, right. I'll do the Western and you can do the Eastern. Um, right. So some playoff updates. Obviously, we talked about how the Blues won. They beat the Stars. Uh, Two to one in OT, and Game Seven they win the series of four to three. Uh, you predicted in six for the Blues. I predicted in five for the Blues. Uh, both got it wrong, but I was way off. Uh, and like we were just talking about the Sharks, uh, they win the series four to three over Colorado, and we will face the Sharks. What? Uh, well, I mean the Blues will face the Sharks in the Western Conference Final. Sharks play the Sharks. Hmm. Yeah, the Sharks will play the Sharks. Yeah, so that's the Western Conference. Moving on to the Eastern Conference. The Hurricanes, as we said earlier, or in past episodes, Hurricanes swept the Islanders 4-0. I predicted in 6. The Islanders, wrong. James predicted the Islanders in 6. We're both wrong. GG. Um, Bruins, again, I don't think we talked about this, but the Bruins beat the Blue Jackets in their series 4-2. I predicted the Bruins in... Wait. Yeah, I predicted the... For some reason it says Blues, but I predicted the Bruins in 6 which was correct. James predicted the Bruins in five, which is um, close, but not correct. Uh, so that's cool. there. 
Close, just one game off. No yeah. big deal. The Eastern Conference Finals is the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Boston Bruins. There's a game yesterday, game one. The Bruins lead the series one nothing. They won game one five to two. Uh, the Bruins were down two to one coming into the coming into the third, but they scored four goals into in the third period to win that game five to two. Yeah, yeah, they scored four goals there. Um, Hurricanes kind of lost it a little bit with penalties and stuff like that. But predictions after game one, I'm predicting the Bruins in six. And James is predicting the Bruins in six as well. We shall see what happens there. Um, if the Sharks happen to find themselves in the Stanley Cup, I would want to play the Hurricanes because they're not as good as the Bruins. But I would want to beat the Bruins more than what I, than what I, what I would want to beat the Hurricanes by. Because I don't like the Bruins and I don't really like Boston. So anything that happens yeah. to Boston that's bad, I'm good for. Except for, you know, like awful things. I mean, like bad sports-wise. Yes, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um if we play the Hurricanes, sure. I mean, and we win that series, great. Yeah, I'm not gonna complain. If we, if we make it, if we make it, right? I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna complain. But a series against the Bruins and us winning it, if we do make it, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, both these series should be fun to watch. Stanley Cup Finals almost done. Wow, it's been crazy. Have you been talking about it for weeks now? And we're finally up to the conference finals. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. And unlike last year, we just didn't talk about who won the Stanley Cup. We're going to be doing the whole entire show until <laughs> yeah. everything ends, uh, ends, basically. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, me and Jay have been talking about it already. Once the playoffs are over for both uh, Stanley Cup and um, NBA. NBA, we'll take a break for, I don't know for how long, but we'll see how long we want to do it for. I mean, we did it last year, too, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get into that later. But let's talk to some. Let's it uh, won't, we're take a break here. First off, it won't be as long as it was last year because that was like yes, too long. That was like it won't be. It won't be that long, long, so don't worry. Yeah, but yes, go ahead. Fun. But yeah, we're gonna take a break now, and we'll be right back. Yeah, and we're back. So ending with hockey, let's start off with some basketball now. Starting with the Warriors, in which obviously uh, games three, four, and five were going on while we had a break. But let's go and talk about game three, which the the Warriors lost. Uh, 121 to 126 in OT. Yep. Heartbreaking. Uh, again, game four. We're up two to one after game. We're up two to one after game three. But the, again, the Warriors lose in game four, 112 to 108, tying the series at two and two. Mm. And then game five was on Wednesday, same day as the Sharks game, where the Warriors win 104 to 99. This series has been very close. I think the stat is. Each game has been within six points of each other, which is crazy. Oh, I actually have a stat for you. I believe it's in the five games, the series, like, point-wise, is, like, divided by, I believe, uh, only six points. That's what I said. Oh, you did? Yes, I said, like, each game was within six points. But, yeah. No, I mean, like, no, I mean combined. Like, games one through five, the team's only won by six points. Not, like, under six points. I mean, six points total. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't make sense because no, like you know, like the Sharks series, right? They score, let's say, the Sharks score 15 goals in the series in seven games. The Avalanche score 14 goals. It's a one goal difference in the NBA for the Warriors. Before Game Five, the teams are only separated by one point combined for the four point total. Four four point totals for the the series so far. Game Five, Warriors won by five, so it's six now. I guess. I don't know exactly what you're saying, but yeah. It's, it's not that really tough. Close. It's not that tough, it's, but yeah. I don't really know what you're talking about, but it's yeah, each game tough. has been close. Game five, the stats were Clay had 27 points, four rebounds, 
uh, one assist. And on defense, he had three steals. Uh, Curry, um, who was averaging, av- averaging uh, close to only 20 points this series until game five, had 25 points, hmm. six rebounds, and five assists. Uh, Draymond had uh, eight points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. And then Iggy had 11 points, four rebounds, and five assists. Uh, KD with 22, five rebounds. And four assists. Um, sadly, he left in the third quarter due to a non-contact injury. And um, obviously, for those who don't know, um, I forgot who was guarding him. It was no, it was a monchomper who yes. was guarding him. And then uh, Iggy, obviously, I think I uh, know. Uh, Katie went up to shoot a three, missed it. It was and a mid range. Started to jog back. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was a mid range. He started to jog back, and all of a sudden, he thought someone kicked him. Apparently, someone kicked him. Yeah. Which is uh, quote unquote when you. I'm just going to say, when you tear an Achilles, it yes, feels like that's someone what, yes. kicked you in behind the leg. It's what a lot of people were speculating that's what happened to KD. I speculated, too. I was like, oh. That's, yeah, I thought, fuck. It's, that's uh, Achilles. I was like, it's over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, okay, he's done. Reggie Miller um, didn't help things either. He's like, yeah, I think that's an Achilles. Was like, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> then I got really yeah, like worried. No, yeah, I was definitely shook. I mean, we've been surrounded by people who torn their, Achille- uh, their Achilles, obviously. Uh, Demarcus Cousins. Oh, okay. I thought he said Achilles. Yeah. Uh, Richard Sherman last season tore his Achilles. Okay. Came back. Both That's came back this season. Demarcus, Demarcus Cousins, uh, obviously for a different reason, uh, tore his quad. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the MRI came back is only as a mild calf strain. However, though, for that, we don't know like the degree. Like there's like or like types. Like it's like uh, I believe. Yeah. Degree it's one. It's a mild calf strain. We don't know. It's- Grade two and or grade else. three, like whatever yeah, one. Exactly. We don't yeah. know what that is, but um, but yeah, he is out for the rest of the series. We think. Um, well, no, he is actually. Yes, no, yes, no. Yes. Curry said he's not playing game six. He's not playing game seven. Okay, he's out. He's, yeah, already, yeah, said, yeah. he's already out and said that. Oh yeah. Um, but one highlight. Uh, after I mean, the, we were still up. The game was going back and forth. Uh, fourth quarter came along, and Kevin Looney was inserted into the lineup. Crucial, crucial offensive rebounds. What rebounds? Rebounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Crucial offensive rebounds. He had a block against Chris Paul. That was great too. I hate Chris Paul. Yeah, I have a take on Chris He's Paul. A bitch. Chris I Paul's mean. a bitch. Just gonna say it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Looney ended up with five points, nine rebounds, and two assists. Um, and then let me see this one rocket bit, and you can take your take about Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, I have a take on yeah, both. Yeah, Harden. So the for the Rockets, uh, Harden, the star of the team, uh, had thirty-one points, uh, four. Rebounds and eight assists, but I think there was a thing where he only shot once in the fourth quarter, which is kind of crazy. I think that's what it was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he, it was a mate bucky. It was like a it was a, a a layup or something like that. And other than that, he only did not shoot for the rest of the fourth quarter, which is Sad. kind of crazy in a game that's pretty big game. It's close, yeah, pretty big game. An oracle that you could have just closed out once KD. That's uh, his, that's his entire game. career, though, in like a nutshell. But, um, choking. But yeah, why don't you go ahead and do your take? So yeah, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of the Rockets at all. I'm just sick of them. It's not. They're not even like. It's not really like they're playing basketball. It feels like it's like every time they get hit, they flop. Oh, Chris, it's 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 insane. It's it's annoying. Yeah. The um, amount of floppings, floppage. Like in a big game like last game, it was the most I've ever seen Chris Paul flop in a game. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was ridiculous what Chris Paul was yeah. doing. And James Harden, too. Just the story of his career where he has a chance to do something to show that he's not – like show you like he's a good playoff performer, but he chokes as he do, usually always does. Um, he's never going to win a 
he's never going to win a championship because he the way he plays isn't championship worthy. Uh, he's not going to. He's every t- every time there's a game where he if he can show himself, he can show to everyone, hey, this is a new James Harden. He does what he usually does. Only shot the ball one time during the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter, which is a joke. I mean, you're one of the best players in the league, apparently, even though I don't really think you're that good because I think you game the system to get free throws. You flop. Um, but again, for him to show that he's not able at the right moment to take over the game and win it for his team just goes to show how he's never going to he's never going to do anything of substance, I believe. And Chris Paul, too. I'm tired of Chris Paul as well. Um, he flops constantly. You think soccer flopping's bad? Watch Chris Paul. God, it, might have been... it might be worse. Every I time. It's definitely worse. I think it's terribly worse. Like the one where he had against... Oh Draymond. God. Draymond. Twice. Twice. And twice. Twice. The earlier one where he, like... I mean, he fell to the ground, right? Draymond was just trying to move away, and he, like, pushed himself away from Draymond. I was like, oh, my God, what is wrong with this guy? And another one where they were just tangled up, and Draymond just turns around, and then he immediately just spots onto the ground. Yes. Like, what the hell, man? It's not basketball. It's just, it's just not. Play, just play, it's pretty disgusting, to be honest. And they're not, and they're unlikable, too. Like, they're one of the most unlikable teams I've seen in a, like, I've been a part, like, not been a part of, but seen in a long time. The Clippers are really unlikable, too, when they had, Yeah, you know, I was just about to say, the Clippers and Chris Paul and the Clippers, so unlikable. But, yeah, this team... Might have to take it as the most unlikable team that I've watched. Jeez, dude. It's just... I mean, it's bad. Yeah. And I hope we close out game five, which is... Or game six, which is tonight at six. Um, as of right now, Houston is a big, pretty big favorite. I think it's uh, seven. Minus, uh, seven and a half. It was seven. It changed to seven and a half earlier today. And the over-under for the game was uh, 214 and a half. Jeez. So, um... Take the over. I, I I believe the Warriors win tonight. I think so. I hope. Um, I feel like Jay was right. Um, in a game big like this, I think the the Rockets choke. They're gonna like, oh my god, Katie's out, and they're gonna just, they're gonna try and uh, close it out as hard as possible, shooting more threes. They're not gonna they're not gonna clank in. They're gonna yeah, they're, just, they're gonna brick them, and then I think uh, Curry knowing that Katie's not in, and Clay not knowing Katie's not in, and Draymond just facilit- facilitating the ball. Like it always does this whole entire series. And then the Warriors take it in game six. Um, that's my prediction. Yeah, hopefully. I'm just I just wanted to end. Um, I'm tired of I mean Yeah. I don't wanna I mean, go too I mean, far. I don't go I don't wanna like say the same thing over again, but I'm just I just wanted to end. Yeah, I'm tired of the series. Um, so many things that are happening that just it's terrible. But um but yeah, let's move on to some other uh, games that are going on. Some Pretty exciting playoffs, I would say, uh, going on yep. in the NBA right now. Let's start off with the Trailblazers versus the Nuggets, in which the series is tied 3-3, three to three, going to a Game 7. Jeez. On Sunday. I'm surprised that it's not Jeez. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised, too, because they played, what, they played yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty interesting, yeah. Um, so, yeah, for Jake, he had them in six. I uh, Blazers in six. I also had the Blazers in six. Um, but yeah, they're both fighting their their butts off. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm um, taking the game uh, seven. Yeah, for game seven, I'm predicting the. I'm gonna go off of my series prediction. I'm gonna say the Nuggets are gonna win that game. Yeah, but so game seven Sunday uh, time TBD. I think they're waiting for 
this Warriors game. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, they they are playing they are playing Sunday. The Nuggets are uh, favorites in that game, minus five and a half. Um, I think I'm, I'm still I'm sticking to Trailblazers still. Um, hmm. I believe in Dame times. So I, I, like I've been saying this whole entire playoffs. I'm believing in Dame this year and CJ McCollum. I think they do it. I think they beat the Nuggets. It's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. It might be like another clutch shot at the end between uh, CJ or uh, Dame time, but we'll see. I'm hmm. pretty excited for that for, for that game, for sure. Yeah. Um, and the other game for now, the East now, uh, start off with a game that's still going on. Also tied 3-3, the 76ers and the Raptors. Um, tied 3-3. Um so our predictions, because we don't go game sevens. Nope. Uh, both the Raptors, uh, Jake and I picked the Raptors in six. Um, and the game seven is also Sunday at 4 p.m. The Raptors, as of now, are favorites minus six and a half points. Um, what are your predictions for game seven Sunday, Jake? Oh. I'm going to say the... Wow. Because for the game six was... A pretty good win for the Sixers. Yeah, I think for Game and, Seven. Well, I just don't. Oh, it's pretty hard. I I don't know, but for some backstory, you know what? I know. I'm going Seventy Sixers. I just don't not. I do not trust the Raptors to win a must win game. Do not do it. No matter if they have Kawhi or Mike or Prime Michael Jordan, the Raptors always seem to disappoint and lose when it matters most. And I would not be shocked if they lose this game. I'm I'm like in the middle, but I'm gonna lean to the 76ers. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I'll refute your argument at one. Uh, if Michael Jordan was on the Raptors, I think they win. Uh, no matter I don't what, know. Whoever whoever's on the team, even if they have Power Lowry. But um, I do agree with you. I, I I am gonna take the 76ers, even though they are the non favorites in this game. Um, I think Jimmy Butler has a solid game. And I think uh, Joel Embiid drops 30 points. Uh, he has a good double-double. 30 points with like 15 rebounds and something like that. And hopefully Ben Simmons shows up. I think that would be that yeah, would help that'd them be nice. greatly. Maybe, that, maybe that would if he learns how to, yeah. maybe, maybe if he learns how to shoot the ball, that could help as well. But we never yeah. know. Uh, but we'll never know. But yeah, uh, 76ers for both me and Jake on Sunday. Going to be an interesting game. But yeah, those two games tied 3-3 three, three apiece. But let's uh, talk about the last game, which is the last series that, had, that has ended already, which is the Celtics and the Bucks, in which the Bucks win the series in five games yep. after a game one loss, after people saying, Paul. many people, <coughs> Paul Pierce. saying, yes, the series was over after game one, after a blowout loss. The Bucks winning four straight games, multiple blowout wins. Against the Celtics, um, Jake got the Bucks in five. Yep, and I had the Bucks in six. Got that right. And like I've been saying, and like I think Jake would totally agree, Kyrie just couldn't do it by himself, and the people around him just couldn't step up after Game One, and it helped. True, that's for sure. Yeah, I blame Kyrie and though somewhat too for the I, loss. I somewhat blame Kyrie too. I mean, after what I think, I abysmal Game Three, nine points or something like that. Or game four? Yeah, he, I remember he said he went 7 for 22. And he's like, I'm never going 7 for 22 again. Next game, he went 8 for 22. So he was kind of right, but still not great. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, 
Jeez. The Bucks. Like I've been saying, the Bucks, I mean, Giannis, MVP candidate, two all-stars with him, him and Chris Middleton. Their, their team is just overall just really good. Yep. Yeah, they have playmakers everywhere. Um, but yeah. It's going to be interesting whoever they play in the conference, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're the only team who has clinched the Conference Finals berth. Yeah, as yep. of right now, they're the only team. Yep. And, um, but yeah, either they're going to be either playing the 76ers or the Raptors, and both and I, Jake, I picked them, the 76ers to win. Which yep. I think that would be a really good matchup to watch, like a series to watch. Embiid, Giannis. Ooh, yeah, that'd be ooh. pretty cool. That'd, that'd be, be pretty cool. fun. That's what, my, that's what my dad wants to watch. He's thinking it'd yeah. be a really good series. But, um,. Anything else to add to any of these games or anything like that? Nope. Just stay healthy. Yeah. All stay healthy. Yes. Um, we're going to take another break right now, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Let's start off with some football now, NFL, in which uh, a couple things here, starting off with Ziggy Ansah, who signed a one-year deal with the Seahawks. Yes, he did. Um, last episode, when I did my NFL news, I said that the Seahawks were interested in signing Ziggy Ansah, or they're bringing him for a visit or something like that. But they couldn't sign him until after May 7th. And I was like, why is that the case? Why can't you just sign him right now? That's because after May 7th, you can start signing guys and they won't count against giving up draft compensation. So you know how like when you sign a player as a free agent, uh, sometimes when you sign too many or if you sign too much or if you sign not enough, like let's say you don't sign enough but you lose a lot of guys, you get picks like additional picks back. But if you sign someone, then you lose picks for that. Um, so they did not want to do it. They wanted to gain, have the opportunity to gain a pick. So they had to wait until after the May 7th deadline to do that, to sign him. So they signed him. They don't have to give up a pick for their compensation. So they keep the amount of picks. So they keep the seven picks that they were going to have, depending on what they did in the draft this year, like trade-wise, and they got any extra picks, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, so that's why they waited until May 7th to sign Ezekiel Ansa, who used to play for the Detroit Lions but moved on to the Seahawks for a one-year deal. Yes, definitely for a one-year deal. Another signing uh, this morning actually was Dontrell Inman, uh, former of the Chargers and I think the Colts. Yeah. Uh, he signed a, uh, signed a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. Ah. Uh, they lost a few receivers. But yeah. They, Wait a minute. Uh, Wait, he's not white. What are they signing him for? Couldn't tell you. Get it? Because the white they'll, receivers? They'll probably cut him. White receivers? They probably cut the guy, but yeah, uh, another. I forgot. Uh, Future ben, Niner. Ben, uh, Benjamin Watson also. Oh yeah. Uh, came out of retirement and signed with the uh, New England Patriots. I did see a report. Dire need of a yeah t- another receiver. Timer. I mean tight end. I did see a report yes. that the Niners were interested in Ben Watson, which didn't make much sense to me. But apparently, it doesn't matter because he signed with the Patriots. But they were yeah, interested. I did in see that. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? We're in. Uh, I mean. Hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Interesting. They were interested, but yeah, he ultimately re-signed yep. uh, or signed with the Patriots. Uh, in other news, the Seahawks cut both Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor due to uh, injury settlements. Injury, uh, a lot of injury. Uh, I think uh, Cam Chancellor with a neck, multiple injuries. Uh, Doug Baldwin um, with a back injury. With a ton of them, yeah. Yeah, with a, just a ton of stuff. Um, Doug Baldwin, thirty years old. Wow, pretty still, pretty young still. Uh, when I saw this morning, while well, I was in the toilet, <laughs> uh, Kevin Jones, who's um, you probably know who Kevin Jones is, right? You, yeah, I follow, you follow him. him on Twitter. He's a 49er a fan. He was talking about the 49ers, or he was saying that Richard Sherman should give a call to 
Doug Baldwin. Yeah, I saw that stupid take. And I was like, he didn't pass his physical, and there's a reason why he didn't. Or maybe he did pass. Or maybe he did pass his physical, but said, "Hey, I want to move on." It's like, okay, it's fine. We'll say you didn't pass your physical, and we're gonna cut you. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Um, but another add to the receiver. Uh, I don't think the Forty Nineers look into it. Um, nope, they have yeah. enough. Both cut. Um, shout out Doug Baldwin. Good career. Good career. Um, he led the league in receiving. I think in twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. I can't remember. Two time pro. Really. I mean, he, led the, I, he led the league in receiving. Yes, I remember he led the league in, rec- in like receiving touchdowns because he scored like eight in like three weeks, which very no, much was, helped my fantasy it was, team. He was receiving. He was receiving. I'm pretty sure. Which very much helped my right fantasy now. team. Let me look it up right now. Yeah, that he had like a he had like a great stretch where like he had like eight touchdowns in like three weeks, which right, helped my right, team right, go right, to the right. playoffs. Oh, touchdowns, touchdowns. You're right. You're right. Yeah, right. I was like, wow. So Super Bowl <laughs> champion, two-time Pro Bowl in 1617, NFL receiving touchdown leader in 2015. Two-time NFC champion, 2013-2014. Great career. With the Seahawks, uh, 493 receptions, uh, 6,563 6, receiving yards, and 49 receiving touchdowns. Um, yep, he had yeah. two 1,000-yard seasons. Yes. 2015 um, Shout-out to him. Uh, Stanford grad, co-played under Jim Harbaugh. Um, and he's Filipino, half-Filipino, oh, yes. for those who don't know. Um, yes. Good for him. And then Cam Chancellor, let me look up his stats because, I mean, it's fine to talk about these guys. I mean, they both got cut. Cam is probably done playing football. Um, I don't know about Doug Baldwin. I mean, I haven't seen anything about him saying that he's going to be back, but yep, people keep on saying that he's done. I doubt that he comes back. Definitely agree. Um, Cam Chancellor, uh, member of the Legion of Boom, uh, play strong safety, um, Super Bowl champion, uh, four-time Pro Bowl, two-time second all pro Second team All Pro in college, uh, second team All ACC 2009, and two time ACC champion 2007 2008. Hmm. Uh, 606 total tackles, two sacks, 12 interceptions, uh, 44 pass deflections, and four uh, forced fumbles. Pretty good career for a guy. Uh, 2010 to 2018. Got a Super Bowl out of it. And was part of one of the greatest defenses in NFL history, you could say. Yep. Um, good career. But yeah, good career for him. Uh, they're both done with the Seahawks, so we can talk about a little lightly about them now. Yeah. But yeah, moving on to the Dolphins, who had a big day. Big day, I would say. Uh, they give Xavier Howard an extension of five years, worth seventy-six point five million. Highest paid cornerback in the NFL now, with forty-six million guaranteed. It's a lot of money. Yep, that's a lot for him. A lot of money. But then let's move on to our last thing about talking about the NFL, in which first overall pick, Kyler Murray, has signed, has inked his NFL deal with four years with a fifth-year option worth $35 million fully guaranteed. And that's the end of that NFL news. Yeah, moving um, on, let's on to move baseball. Let's move on to the A's now. Yeah. some baseball talk now. Oh, with the A's, short and sweet for you guys. Uh, they're currently 17 and 22. They are last in the AL West. Yikes! Yep. A lot of games. A lot of games we played though. Thousands. Literally thousands of games we played left. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, last in the AL West, and they are 12th in the American League overall. Mm. Yeah, that's the end of A's talk, right? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, moving on to the Giants. Bear with me. There's going to be a lot of news here. Uh, the Giants record 16-21. and 21. The Giants have made a plethora of moves um, over the last well, – this is the last time we talked. Uh, 21 in total, and we'll go over all of them right now. Buster Posey is placed on the seven-day injured list for a concussion. He should be back in a week, though. Due to that, the Giants called up Aronimus Garcia, catcher from AAA Sacramento. Uh, a week ago, they called up Tyler Beatty to make a start in Cincinnati. Went terribly. Faced, played, pitched about two innings. Next day, got optioned back down to AAA Sacramento. The Giants then recalled switch, switch pitcher Pat Vendetti from AAA Sacramento. During that, they DFA'd Brasivic Valera off the 40-man roster. They claimed right-handed pitcher Andrew Moore off waivers from the Rays. Then they DFA'd Pat Vendetti after a terrible outing he had. They DFA'd him. They DFA'd Jan Gerber Solarte, who they signed in the offseason. They then, because of that, they called up Mike Gerber. A couple of days later, they optioned Mike Gerber back to AAA. They released Geraldo Parra. Para, signed Will Max to a minor league deal, selected the contract of outfielder Mac Williamson from AAA, selected the contract of infielder Donovan Solano from AAA, recalled right-handed pitcher Williams Jerez from AAA Sacramento, activated Derek Holland off the 10-day DL, signed right-handed pitcher Casey Meisner to a minor league deal, uh, optioned, then they re-optioned Williams Harris back down to AAA, recalled Tyler Beatty again from AAA, and promoted infielder prospect Ryan Howard to AAA from AA Richmond. And that's your Giants news. <laughs> they made a lot of news, huh? That's 21 moves, Jake. Just 21 about. in about five days. Jeez. Well, yeah. Uh, very interesting. Anything else out of the Giants news? Uh, no. Hopefully they keep losing uh-huh. so we get a high draft pick. Interesting, interesting. So, yeah. Let's talk about something we really, we really rarely talk about on the podcast. And that's soccer. Yeah. Football, as the non-Americans call it. Yeah, football. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the Champions League, one of the uh, I would say most pop- one of the popular leagues and in, uh, in Europe, in which uh, there are two semifinal games, which we'll talk about now, starting with Liverpool, who beat Barcelona four to zero, four to three in aggregate. And I'm just gonna read this description of what aggregate means. When a team wins on aggregate, it means that the local the total goals that they have scored versus an opponent are more than opponent scored. Yep. This scoring system is usually used when a team is playing multiple matches, usually two, called legs, against an opponent to determine who advances in a tournament. And the thing about this oh, game was... Pretty good description. Yeah, the thing about this game is Barcelona had a three-goal lead on aggregate coming into Liverpool. Liverpool had to score four goals, or they would have lost because they would have lost on away goals. Um, or they would have lost if they didn't... Not away goals, scratch that. They had to score four goals to win, uh, and yes. they scored four goals. They won four nothing. One of the yeah, biggest, so, like one of the, one of like the biggest like things that's happened in soccer in a long time apparently. Yes, so that's what they did. Uh, so to kick it off, uh, Origi scored in the seventh minute, and then Wajaldum. Wajaldum. Completely wrong. Scored in the fifty fourth minute. Mm. Origi coming back. Oh, and then Wijnaldum again scoring in the fifty sixth minute. Wow. Two minutes after his first goal. Wow, right? Pretty interesting. And then uh, Origi ending it in the 79th minute, uh, having, uh, taking Liverpool to the, to the, final. To the championship, league, uh, championship game. The cha- nothing, yeah, the Champions the League final. Yep. Yes, Champions League final. Now I'm moving on to the next game, which was Tottenham versus Ajax, in which Tottenham beat Ajax 3-2. 
Uh, Delete. No, aggr- no aggregates here to be explained. I'm just going to talk about the goals. Well, actually, there which- is something too, though. Liverpool, Tottenham was down 2 nothing in aggregate, so they had to win by three goals. They won by three goals. Yes. Thank you for saying that. But yes, uh, in the game, uh, Ajax took the early lead, scoring two goals. Uh, wow. One in the fifth minute to the Ligit. Delict? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> and then to Z. Ziyech in the 35th minute. Ziyech? 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 Uh, the lead 2-0, like I said. And then Tottenham, Tottenham just completely just comes out of nowhere yep. in the 55th minute. More Moura. Say how Moura. that is. I'm completely Moura. wrong. Uh, he's yeah, scoring yeah. in the 55th minute. Four minutes later, in the 59th minute, they're tied 2-2. Two and two, And literally in the last second, I watched the highlight of this. Yeah, it was like the last second. Yeah, literally in the last seconds of the game. Uh, in the 90th plus six minutes, scores another goal. 96 minutes. Tottenham. Tottenham. To win, to beat <laughs> Tottenham. Tottenham. To beat Ajax. And a final score of 3 to 2. Yes. And that is your soccer update. Yes, of, uh, wait, though. A really long time. Yeah, so Tottenham is moving on to face Liverpool in the All England Champions League final. That also is happening in the All England UEFA League final, which is kind of interesting. Um,. So yeah, as you learn from that segment or that last couple minutes, that uh, we don't really follow soccer that much. I mean, we follow it. We just don't talk about it on the podcast, and we don't know how to pronounce any of their names. So sorry for that. And if you're listening, Zayek, we apologize for your name being missaid and delit, whatever. We we apologize for your name being misspelled, missounded as well. But we don't watch soccer that often. So yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you're not lying. Yeah. You definitely do not watch soccer often. Yeah, but now we're gonna move on to our last things of the day segments and we'll be back right after this <laughs> we're back yes. segments now um segment we do all every friday getting ready for the weekend james you go first yes getting ready for the weekend yeah um obviously today this friday it's my aunt's birthday today so shout out to her happy birthday uh to my aunt noemi um I'm going to her birthday party. Not really a birthday party. Just get together at my aunt, at my grandma's house hmm. uh, for a little bit. Obviously, watch the game. Um, and then uh, a couple of my friends came home for the weekend. Um, Yasmin, avid follower of the BA podcast. Trent Kravitz, avid follower of the BA podcast. Yeah. And uh, Adam Alviso, avid follower of the podcast, also 49er fan. Nice. Um, yeah, so probably hang out with them uh, after the game. Be very strictly said, hang out after the game. Um, hang out with them. Let's uh, go now. Obviously, uh, it's third quarter. <laughs> we are not going uh, now. Obviously, yeah, definitely not. Um, obviously, and then um, uh, to the tomorrow. Obviously, me and Jake both work uh, eight to four together. Uh, and, uh, it's together, yeah. Pause. Uh, and then one of my other friends, uh, Matt Lorenz, follower of the BA podcast. Shout out to all my friends who follow the BA podcast. Love you all. Um, he comes home uh, from LA. Uh, gonna go over to his house, uh, barbecuing up some stuff. Hmm. Um, you know, just chill, catch up. He's been in LA. He that's where he lives. That's where he works. So uh, catch up with him and a couple of uh, my other friends. Our, our uh, couple of our other friends. Um, uh, yeah. Sunday, obviously it's Mother's Day. Uh, oh yeah, it is. Hang out with my mom. Uh, you know, get some lunch or some dinner with her or something like that with my family. Um, work on a bunch of projects that I do next week. I have two presentations. So I have a bunch of homework still to do this weekend. Yeah, counting down the days until summer's here, you know? But yeah, yeah, what about you? What are you doing this weekend, Jake? 
Yeah, so this weekend, today, which is Friday, as we said at the beginning of the episode, um, I have work from 2 to 5. However, I'm supposed to be there to do setups. However, our be- one of our friends, Alex Alejandro Vasquez Gutierrez, and his father, who's a nice guy, did all of them on Wednesday. So I'm basically going there for three hours just to sit and do homework. So I'm getting paid to do homework, which is pretty nice to do that. Kind of uh, lit, kind of lit. Then I'm coming home, probably order some pizza, some za, nice. and watch some the za. Uh, some za, dude. And then watch the uh, shark. I mean, the Warriors game. Do all that stuff. Then uh, on Saturday, I work as we said with James, eight to four. Uh, I'll be watching some hockey as well. And wait a minute, we have a, we have a, wait. I, I heard a thing on my door. Let me be right back. one not so thrilled about that as you know i'm a surfer so i hate sharks but hopefully they can pull it out for the first time dude wait i'm gonna be watching the game tomorrow night with my board and eat some za wow so that was the uh surfer dude who stands even farther away from the mic who showed up today very uh, interesting that i didn't know he was coming but you know once hockey's talked about you never know what can happen with Surfer Dude. So he's here. He's going to watch the game with his, I believe, his son, which I think he has a couple sons. But we should find out there. So that's what he's doing for the weekend. Back to me, though. Saturday, as I said, we be watching the Sharks game. Sunday, uh, I usually have a basketball game Sunday. However, it's Mother's Day. So no game that day. So I won't be doing that. I'll be at home. Hopefully there's a bunch. Hopefully there's like three game sevens on. My mom like My mom likes to watch basketball. So we'll probably do that. Uh, I'm not sure what we're doing for dinner or anything like that. Uh, but they're in Tahoe until – I think they're coming like late that day, so it probably has to have order something. Um, but we'll do right. that. I have to get her a gift. I'm not sure what to get, but I'll figure that out. I might just give her my presents, but I'll, no, I'll give her an actual gift. Um, Sunday, yeah. Then I also – since James – sorry. Since James talked about what he was doing school-wise, for me, I have two fi- – I have finals week next week. I have two finals that are like test – finals my stress and coping final and my cognitive psychology final which i have to do um if my grades hold as is right now all i have to get my cognitive psychology final to get a c in the class is a 35 out of 240 so i don't really have the stress about doing that stuff uh, this time uh, i don't really have the stress about studying for that which is pretty nice then i have a stress and coping class which is like 42 questions stuff like that to do that then i have two papers due a paper for my malcolm x class where i have to come up with a like an organization that Malcolm X could have like, like an organization that Malcolm X would like support. So something about like social justice and like stuff like that, like nonviolence or violent acts, uh, stuff like that. Uh, then I have a paper on Michael Jackson I have to do for my personality psychology class where I have to take seven theories that I learned in personality psychology, like Freudian theory, uh, the Neo-Freudian, Neo-Freudian, no, Freudian theory, um, theories like that. Uh, psychoanalytic theory of personality, psychodynamic theory of personality, and relate that to Michael Jackson, which should be kind of challenging. But I did a first paper, which I got 80 out of 80 on, 100%. One of the first, only people to get an A in the class on the paper, which is not true because everyone got an 80 out of 80 on the test, on the paper, which is – but that doesn't really matter. So I got an 80 out of 80. All that matters for me. So to do that, and that's it for my schooling. I'll be done with school. Just want to get past this week. I'll be done with school. For you know, a quick little two-week break, 
Then I have summer classes, but they're online summer classes. I only have one summer class. I need to pass this class so I can graduate next semester in 2020. Uh, so I'll be doing that. And that's my getting ready for the weekend. The, graduating in the fall or are you graduating in spring? Spring. I meant, I meant spring. Yeah, spring, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, but I may be... After I graduate, I may be going for. I may be getting my master's degree in psychology as well. It'll be clinical psychology, so they do that. Nice. Um, if nice. I don't do it, I'll stay where I'm at now, working for the city, which is a great job. Um, shout out to everyone there. And if I get a full time job psychology wise, I'll do that. If I don't, I'll work for the city, take maybe a year off, then go back to school for masters, do all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's what I'm doing for my weekend and future. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about your basketball uh, team and game that happened this past week. Yeah, basketball league. You know, it's been a tough season, but you know what? The fight we had this last week, I was so proud of my team. Just so proud of everyone who tried their hardest. Um, we've, we're have we 1-7 on the year. Record's not great. Uh, we've lost six straight games. The last five games before this game that we lost on last Sunday, we lost by a total of like 30 points a game. This game, though... We had a valiant effort. I mean, just a great effort, a great game all around. Uh, the score we lost this game sadly, ninety-five to ninety-two. No overtime, just straight forty minutes of basketball. It was pretty. It was fun. It was really fun to do. Um, I was. I only scored three points. Made one three-pointer. I was on the court for the last second possession where we had a chance to tie the game, but we couldn't get a shot off, so we lost that ninety-five ninety-two. Um, our next game is Sunday, May 19th at 425 in Walnut Creek. So if you're in the area and, want, and you want to watch some basketball, especially me for the BA podcast, support us. Uh, come to the game. Watch us. We're at Tice Valley Gym in Walnut Creek. Uh, court number two, I believe, or maybe court number three. We're close. To, we're around there. We'll be doing that at 425 on Sunday, May 19th. However, I may be missing part of the games. I may be going to game five, Sharks versus Blues. Uh, so we shall see for that for the Western Conference Finals. Um so yeah, that's our basketball league update. We have two games left on the season. We are debating whether we're probably not going to play in the summer, but we may play in the fall. We're not sure 100% yet on that. But if we once we learn, you guys will be probably the first people to know who our listeners will be the first people to know other than us, the six the seven players on our team, maybe eight if James wants to play as well. Uh, we'll do all yes, that yes, stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah, players that don't know, I might be joining a volleyball league this summer. Volleyball. Wow, why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my uncle's a big volleyball guy. Uh, my younger sister plays volleyball, and I, I actually played in a league twice uh, when I was at DC. It's pretty fun, but that's a little lower, so you're not gonna actually jump over the net, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so keep up. Uh, I'll update you guys. I'll update you guys if I do join a league. Let you guys know though. Oh, I have a new segment that I did not put on our page, but I just thought of it right now. New segment alert. It's basically about what. If you need it, like how to study, like how to do well on a final paper. Well, oh, dear God, you're really gonna say. <laughs> yeah. So for my final papers, you know, I've, I've, I'm a pretty good writer, but you know, sometimes I just mistake things. I, I mean, I forget to do things, like you know, look That's over, right? yeah, yeah, look yeah, over yeah, a paragraph, yeah. maybe check my punctuation and grammar. Uh, which, if anything is like what it says on the podcast, my speech isn't great, but my writing's pretty good. I'm a good writer there. However, as I said, there's sometimes I miss some things, like a comma there, a colon there. There right, is a right, way. Right. There is a way now where you can do it. You can go to Grammarly.com. I have a, I have my own like a uh, login thing. So I got it for the year. It goes over your whole entire paper, tells you mistakes that you made, like say you have a comma not in the right place or a word's misspelled. It shows you what to do. It also 
reads your paper for you and gives you ideas on what you can do to make it to make it a stronger writing, like to make it sound stronger. So let's say you have a paragraph where you say the words, you say like destroyed, but you say destroyed like three times. It gives you other words to select that mean the same thing, but give it more of a powerful like powerful way of how it sounds. So you can do that with Grammarly.com. It costs one hundred thirty five dollars a year, but like eleven dollars a month. Um, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sharing it. That if you need it, let me know. I can give you the password and login. You can use it and get well on your papers. Get great get great grades on your papers as well. And you know, pass the classes that you're in. And anytime you need it, let me know. You can DM me on Instagram at j fizzle at j underscore fizzle sixteen nine five. It was nine five one six, but I decided to change it because you know. I just wanted to change it, so that's what it is there. Or you can just DM us on at BA Podcast. I can give you the password and information that you need for that. Um, so you can do that as well. But again, the end it. Grammarly.com. Go there. Put your paper in. Have it corrected for you. There's no – you don't have to worry about – what's the word? Plagiarism. There's no plagiarism. It's a free site. Teachers allow you to use it. Helps you if you're writing. It doesn't do the writing for you. It just helps you what the, how to fix what you wrote. To make it a stronger paper and get a better grade on your paper. So go to grammar.com and use it. That's your uh, new segment called How to Study and How to Do Well on Papers for Finals. <laughs> it's a one-time segment. We will not be doing it next week. Unless you want it to be done next week, then it'll probably be the same thing. But you probably won't even listen to this far and on the podcast. So you're probably like, hmm, I wonder if I, there's, there's a way I can learn how to do right, well on finals. On, move on. So that's going to be the way. On. So we might do it next week. But now we're move moving on, on to another on. segment. Jesus. Now we're moving on to our last segment. We've done this last two times. It's called Top 5. First time we did Top 5 th- people to avoid on Twitter. Then we did Top 5 minor league baseball team names. Now we're doing a different Top 5. It's Top 5 Serial Edition, Jake's Favorite Serials. Let me get to the music first before we start. Let me put it on. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Top five cereal edition. Number five for my favorite cereals. Honey Nut Cheerios. Number four. Fruit Loops. Great Fruit Loops. Love Fruit Loops. Reminds me of my childhood. Uh, do you like Fruit Loops, James? Yeah, they're pretty good. What about Honey Nut Cheerios? Yeah, those are alright. Yeah, you need you need to have a healthy cereal, so I put that in. The rest of them are just unadulterated garbage, uh, health wise. But number three, my third favorite cereal for me has to be the Cocoa Pebbles, especially because it makes oh, the milk chocolate. Yeah. Makes your milk chocolate chocolatey, and who does not like chocolate yes, milk? Yes, yes. Unless you're big, uh, big fan of Cocoa Pebbles. Unless you're uh, what's that like? Dairy, non-dairy free, which good for you. You're doing great stuff there. If you're vegan, you can't have it, or maybe you can. I'm not sure what vegans drink. I'm not vegan, obviously. I like meat too much. Um, but yeah, Cocoa Pebbles number three. Number two, it's kind of off the board. People really disagree with me on this, but you know what? I don't care. It's my list. Come up with your own list if you want to do your own list, if you disagree with mine. Number two, honey bunches of oats with honey clusters. Honey clusters, not almonds. I don't like almonds. Strawberries, eh, all right. But honey nuts. You don't like almonds? Not on my cereal. Jesus, you're crazy. Not on my cereal. Honey bunches of oats and oats. Honey bunches of oats with honey clusters is number two on the list of top five cereals for me. And number one, this is pretty self-explanatory. Pretty easy to. I bet people can guess what it is. Um, 
But my number one favorite cereal is it has to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The goat. Yep. The goat. Makes your milk. As we said, Cocoa Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles makes your milk chocolatey. Cinnamon Toast Crunch makes it cinnamony. Now, there is something called Cinnamon French Toast Crunch, which I have not tried yet. I'm going to try it probably never, but I'm going to say I'm going to try it. But right now, for my top five, Cinnamon Toast Crunch tops the list at number one. To go over it one more time, number five is Honey Nut Cheerios. Number four, Fruit Loops. Number three, Cocoa Pebbles. Pebbles, Pebbles, Pebbles. Number two, Honey Bunches of Oats with Honey Clusters. And number one, the best one of all time, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And that is your top five cereal edition. Yeah. Anything else to add, James? Yeah, no. Yeah, I definitely agree with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Definitely my one of my favorite cereals. Um, I'm a big. I'm also a big advocate for Frosted Flakes. Ooh, yeah. That that was even a tough those, one. Yeah, even though some people might not say, "Ooh, so plain." Plain's if good sometimes. I buy if I buy one of this the regular box uh, Frosted Flakes, I can finish it in, in one day. I, I'll eat back to back bowls. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I love Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Flakes. I love Frosted yes. Flakes. However, these yeah, top well, five are a little bit higher on my list. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're missing any. Um, I needed a healthy cereal, uh, so I went Honey Nut Cheerios. Cheerios are good, but a Honey Nut just brings it to a new level. Uh, uh, I mean, you, you didn't have Oreo O's, if you've ever had those before. That I've not had those, so that's why I wasn't Oreo, on your list. They are delicious. And I don't think – yeah – I think that's more like a dessert they, type thing. No, it's a cereal. It it's is? A cereal. It's a cereal. Yeah, it's a cereal. Mm. Oreo O's is a cereal. Oreo O's? Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. Check them out. Uh, they sell them like, I forget, they like, it's very rare where you can find these uh, Oreo O's, but they are delicious. Nice. You'll have to check it out. If you ever see them, I'll buy, buy them. Next time I see them, I'll buy them. Yeah. Gotta buy a box. But yeah, I don't have anything else to say. No. Yeah. Neither. I'm going to edit for us. Yeah, yeah I'll edit for us. I know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening to the BA Podcast, uh, episode 54. Oh yeah, it is. Um, yeah, geez, man, 54, it's going by fast. We're 15 uh, away yeah, from uh, a nice number. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the BA underscore podcast. Yep. Uh, follow us on our SoundCloud. Um, like us on Facebook at yep. the BA Podcast. Uh, and subscribe to us on the podcast at, at the BA Podcast for those who don't know. Yep, sorry for that, but I <laughs> can't change it now. <laughs> But back to that, though, um, follow us, as James said, follow us on iTunes, subscribe, share, like, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do it about 50 times, we gain the system, get in the top 200 podcasts worldwide, sports and recreation, we will take, you know, top 200 podcasts worldwide, no matter what the category is, we'll get us up in there, um, yeah, that's all I have to add. All right, well, have a nice day, everybody, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Whoa, dripping so much when I walk through the scene that they gon' eat it up like an edible. They yeah, stack on the records, they federal. Pot of sweater when I walk in, I set it off. Drill, pull up and fuck up your scene. Water, water on me, Aquamarine. Bit Draco, Winnie Houston. Hunting around drummers gon' sing. Nigga wanna be like me. Yeah, kiss all like Bruce Lee. Yeah, Christian Dior. Yeah, knock, knock, got peas at the door. Yeah, 30 point gon' score. Yeah, I'm a hammer like Thor. Yeah. Sip it on oil, yeah, water gon' boil. Yeah, yeah. Big coupe, Megazord, yeah. Plain paddock is aluminum four, yeah. yeah.